haven't come up with like a catchy thing to say at the intro, so I'll just say hello and welcome to the newest episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. That was the exact opposite of what I wanted to say. But, but that's what you apparently wanted to do. That's what I, it's what, what, what's what I did. <laughs> so I'm Mark. I'm Jamie. And welcome to our podcast. We talk about wrestling while we drink coffee, and we have a lot to talk about tonight. It's absolutely unbelievable the amount of stuff we have to talk about so we should probably just jump right into it right we are post uh both all out and clash at the castle the most recent pay-per-view and premium live event are we still they're still going premium live event okay i'm still going with pay-per-view so they're they pay-per-views blow it out their ass <laughs> um but we're just uh fresh off on them it's don't even know what day it is it doesn't matter uh we're gonna get right into it with uh clash at the castle though um to be honest with you, it was pretty decent. I think overall, it was a, it was it was pretty good for what they set up. I thought it was a lot shorter than than what it was going to be. But yeah, I think we're also accustomed to Tony Khan and his five hour pay per views. Right, but I figured even it being in the UK and them like com- like going above and beyond to mention that it's sure. been the first event in the UK in thirty years. Yeah. I mean, granted, they I could have gone one more match. Yeah, yeah. Another women's match, yeah. I think, would have been nice. Yeah, um, but I. Uh, now we didn't get to see the pre-show, but um, like to be honest with you, and I've, I said this off-air, but kind of felt like the show was like a shit sandwich, but like shit was the bread because <laughs> when it started off, I wasn't, I didn't really like the uh, the six women tag match. Agreed. It was a little bit slow and cumbersome, but it served its purpose. And then uh, I thought the last match was. Yeah, it was yeah, okay. It was all right. It was another. It was another Roman Reigns match. It was, I think. Um, you said it best when after the Gunther and uh, Gunther, Sheamus match. Oh my god! It, it, it was really hard to to come after that those matches. Um, that I thought that for me was the 100%. highlight. One hundred percent. That was the highlight. That was of the, great. That was the highlight of the paper. And then the whole idea of them giving him a few minutes to Sheamus to come out and kind of. Yeah, celebrate even, him even, even though, though he, he t- didn't he had win. to take the, lo- the L yep he did have to take the L that all the way near his hometown that was 100% the best match the entire entire thing absolutely absolutely so it, it was hard let's see there's seven matches one on the pre-show and uh, that was the third match in so it, it was a little bit tough but I could have gone one more match yeah I don't know who you would have done though That's like, I, I, don't I know. really don't know I don't know. I feel like this was all really put together at the last moment. Could have brought out Braun right then and there because God knows he was in the sure. world. Well, he might not have been in England now that I think about it. No, I don't. I doubt he was just happened to be in England. But if you he didn't know. He was controlling his narrative uh, yeah. oh my God. somewhere in the United States. No, no. I think he was under contract with WWE. Oh, okay. He knows, sure. He's he's controlling his pockets. Yeah, he's making EC3 <laughs> cry in his pockets. Yes. But EC3 claims. There are still a bunch of people knocking down his door. A shitload. I don't know who. I don't know where. I've never seen him. Yeah, because he lost Karrion Cross too. Oh, the trade do WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Things are not going well for EC3. EC3's okay. I don't know. He's. I don't know about him. He looks weird. He's yeah. gonna hear this, and I'm I'm gonna hear a knock on my door yeah, tomorrow right? <laughs> morning. I'm like, dog. I'm just I'm just some guy on a podcast. Yeah, we live in Florida. We probably shouldn't talk Don't shit about wrestling. Don't tell wrestlers. him that. Like, why would you? <laughs> now they know at least one fiftieth of where we're at. Oh, good luck. I know, right? We live in the suburbs. There's no way you're gonna find my house. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so yeah, pretty much Clash of the Castle. It was great. Not bad for a five dollar pay per view. Uh, yeah. I mean that that's what it comes down to. It really is. Like lately, we, we've been getting our money. You know, our five bucks. We wanted to watch WrestleMania because we were interested in a couple of the matches. And it was one of those things like anything else. You just, well, I mean, we've got it for the month. We'll just leave it. And then the next one came up. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, we'll watch that one. It's five bucks. Who cares? And it just it just snowballs. Snowballs. And, you know, you start watching WWE again. And you steal your mom's cable login. And, I mean, borrowed. She comes over and watches WWE with us every Monday and Friday. Uh, But, yeah. Overall, good pay-per-view. We yep. haven't watched Raw. Uh, Raw's up there, but we have not gone up and watched it yet because we're old people and I don't remember what we, we were doing. actually, honestly, just been busy. Yep. Enjoyed uh, our nice Labor Day off. Didn't really care too much about watching more wrestling. Holy shit. God forbid we be honest about that. I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, also leaving for vacation, so had a lot more things yes. to do. than uh, Unfortunately, Raw is just... For to, for me, just a little too long. Raw is almost as long as their pay per view was. I, I mean, you could watch a movie in that time. That's long. 
It's a really long time. It two two hours movie. is enough. Yeah, I know. Titanic? Lately. lately. Yeah. I mean, Raw is as long as Titanic. Think about that. Which is nuts. Every Monday. So, yeah, we didn't get to it. Shame, shame. But uh, <laughs> uh, we did get, however, to All Out. Yes, of course. We won't really be going over the, the pre-show, although I'm going to have to go back and d- bury myself in a nice little hole and watch that Eddie Kingston and oh an Ishii match. Ishii match. I, I, I got to go back. I didn't get a chance to watch it. We had friends over. and But yeah, got to go back and watch that. But uh, pre-show was, I mean, it was the pre-show. It was pretty good. Uh, we had what? The Joker. Oh, poor oh, Ruby. Yeah. Just sorry. Poor Ruby. Poor, oh, my God. Yeah. If oh, you didn't that would see talk it, about shit sandwich. Yeah, right. That poor girl. That was the a end bad of that pre-show match, match. Ruby, if you didn't see it, she got her face smashed into the back of her head by The whole Ty. match was just weird and awkward, and I'm it glad was, it just got over with quickly. Looks like six minutes. It didn't need that to go. Enough. It didn't need to go a third match. <laughs> no, like, it did that not. was enough. That was enough. Um, uh, I'm sorry, but anyways, let's casino, talk about the Joker. Yeah, I know, right? The casino battle royale ladder match of doom. I, I don't. I've never it heard was, of this casino rule, but Tony loves that rule. It's that a people, really fun idea because you don't know who's coming in next. And honestly, when it was going, we were going back and forth. Like, I wonder who's coming out. So well, it kind of I mean, keeps I, you on your toes. Everybody and their and their brother was like, "Oh, it's MJF." Of course, the the mystery person's MJF. And well, yes. I'm just saying that's when when everybody's seen that get announced. Of course, everybody automatically jumps to the conclusion like, "Oh, it's MJF." It has of course, to be. Like, but why did, wouldn't it be? Did they, anybody have that that entrance? No. The idea of Stokely going up I, for, with uh, <laughs> Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, Colton and Austin Ass, and Ass W. Boys. Morrissey, and Stokely climbs the top of the ladder, grabs the casino chip, Tell takes me. off the mask, and I, I immediately looked at Mark, and uh, our great friend Jade Koth was here too. I looked at them, and I was just like, what? I was like, Stokely won? I was so confused. I (laughs) thought that he was the Joker. And I was like, I didn't know he was a wrestling Uh, I did the same thing. I was like, Stokely won? Like, really? Okay. And then. Yeah, it was very. The whole Joker thing, you know, came out. And and the Joker had mannerisms like MJF. I mean, he. And the whole devil thing. The walk down. The head tilt, you know. The walk down and the ramp. You could tell he was stifling the way he was walking so he didn't look like MJF. Like, yeah. He did sell it really well. Cause yeah. You you, he had a... Just, he's got a build and whatever. But it was it was, it was like, okay, we're going to draw this out a little bit longer. Yeah. Wasn't sure how long. Wasn't sure if it was going to last I mean, weeks. If, if you know. It, it didn't make any... It didn't make sense if it was anybody but MJF. Cause no, it really didn't, but it got you guessing. that person in there and like oh i wonder who it is i wonder who it is and then all of a sudden even will osprey like it would just be like okay good swerve but it still wouldn't have had the impact that no did. no so yeah they kept us guessing for a few minutes well i guess it was for a while honestly when you look at it because that was the first match that was the actually yeah that was the first match and then nothing happened until the end that's the way it's on here yeah, this is Wikipedia. Wikipedia is never right. Well, this is the first match, like, official match of the night. Yeah. So, yes, it was. That's right. It was. So, the pay-per-view started off, and that was how it started off, and it was interesting. Um, I had no idea what was going to happen, and then we went straight into the Crowning tournament final for the inaugural uh, AEW World Trios Championship. I think we all felt like we knew where it was going with this. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody was surprised. No. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I honestly enjoyed it. Uh, Alex Reynolds got his moment. Uh, Johnny Hungy. Yeah, I heard he, he I heard he was leaving the hotel on crutches. Question is, what did he do at the hotel? That's very true. We need to, this is this is how we become wrestling journalists. Yes. Is we sit on Twitter all day and we tweet about shit and we accuse people and then we find some poor schlub that's just trying to work his job who's living in a hotel. <laughs> city by city and we start throwing accusations at him that's yeah. how that's how we get big in this industry when in reality he just like tweaked his ankle in the shower because who hasn't done that uh, me no I've never tweaked my ankle in the oh. shower you almost fallen out of the shower before we moved into this house it happened to me like this has nothing to do with wrestling this is this happened to me like when we first moved into this house because we've been here like this podcast has mm, nothing to do with wrestling yeah we've been here about two years yeah yep 
Somewhere, since yeah, August yeah. of 2020. And uh, I almost fell out of the shower because there's no, like, tub. It's just a stand-in shower. It's just a toilet a right curtain. next to a shower. and You make it sound fatal. so much worse when you say there's a toilet next it to It's a decent-sized shower. But the shower's too big for the bathroom? Oh, yeah. There's no other room but the shower. We're so, getting on a weird tangent. There were no showers uh, when... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, Hangman Adam Page, Dark Order, fun match, uh, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, of course, phenomenal match. It was very, very, very like back and forth, crazy energetic. Um, exactly what I think you ex- like you said expected it to oh, be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Went about twenty minutes, and it was uh, it was fun. Uh, and then what what that, else can you say? Then they had the match with Jade Cargill and Athena, which, I mean, I like seeing. Jade Cargill win to a degree, but I was surprised they gave it such a short yeah. match time uh, for I, how big of a buildup it was. From what I read, something was going longer than expected, and they had to cut time for the, so the uh, Jade Cargill and Athena match and the uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks match. So out of the the casino ladder match and the trios tag championship correct one of them ran long gee i wonder correct. which one <laughs> i mean i'll just just taking a guess here especially since the ladder match it must have been the ladder match because that's timed as is yeah <laughs> so uh you had wardlow and fdr beat jay lethal and the motor city machine guns i didn't get to see a lot of this match i am a big motor city machine guns mark and i missed out and i gotta go back and rewatch it but it was, again, another was exactly what you thought it would be. It was really fun. But let's just say, if you didn't watch the match, go back and watch it. It was great. The ending was just phenomenal. Right. Dax Harwood's daughter, Yeah, Finley, comes out. Comes out. Pins Sanjay Dutt for the three. Broke his pencil. Broke his pencil. The worst than pinning him. Snapped it in half. Actually, I think that's what made him fall. Oh, no, no. Dax hit him in the nuts. Yeah. And that's then right. pinned him for the one, two, three. So Finley goes undefeated. Yep. One and oh. Yes. She is the number one contender for the yep, women's that championship. Yeah, that was awesome. So fight like an eight-year-old. There you go. Awesome. Uh, we also saw Powerhouse Hobbs absolutely <laughs> decimate Yeah, Ricky he just Starks. destroyed Ricky Starks. Poor I didn't Starks. think it was going to be that bad of an ass I didn't either. But, but again, I guess sense. it had to go short. It sets up for, for more down the road, but yep. it's still, wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and honest to, honest to God, the match that I was the, the match most of the night. disappointed in how it went. In terms of who left with the belts. Ooh, everybody was upset about that. I was upset for not the same reasons that people are upset. I'm okay, upset so what are you upset about? I'm just upset because I I, I love the acclaimed. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's what everybody's mad about. <laughs> well, no, I know that. But I, I don't feel like if, if they have plans for them not having the belt, then that's their plans. Like, exactly. I'm not, I'm not butthurt that the acclaimed did, didn't win. Like... I still think the match was great. I still think keeping the strap on Keith Lee and Swerve could be a great thing. Sure. I would just have loved to seen the acclaimed get the belt. But, you know, I would have loved to seen the Rock and Stone Cold have a tag team well, championship yeah, sure. run, too. But, Could've you know, fucking pigs don't fly. I think it's going to happen. I think just not the time because you can tell there's still, oh, like, they're gonna a happen. little bit more of a dynamic of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland just blossoming every week because at the end of the match Keith Lee Anthony Bowens and Max Caster all scissored yeah well that's been a recurring theme yeah the recurring theme seems to be that Keith Lee's trying to be Keith Lee good cop bad cop yeah and Swerve's not Mm -hmm. but Swerve and I don't know why it never gets brought up that much but there was that one time Swerve had his championship belt in his hand Keith Lee was looking the other direction and Swerve was poised to hit him with that belt but then chose not to ended up winning in Yadawa I think that was the match where they had the two rings yeah I think you're right I think you're right not war games (laughs) yeah not war games blood guts (laughs) yep Mm mm-hmm uh, so yeah, I think they're still, still just letting that slow burn. Yeah, of course, of course. And Super I think fun. people need to get off their fucking high horse and just enjoy wrestling. Oh yeah, for sure. Not everybody can have the championship, and that's the worst thing you can do to a superstar or a tag team or a faction is to give them everything five minutes into them debuting. And not that the acclaimed they've been around for a minute, but they've just now completed. <laughs> 
a storyline with the ass boys right and you know they just they just went for the tag titles i think the second time because i think they wrestled uh luchasaurus and jungle boy when they had the titles you can't just give everybody the first one right off rip all no, the time. No, just, of course. Because you just, you take all that steam away. You need to get that. It's good not going to be as good when they do right, in the belt. Right. So it's the long burn. Um, can we talk about that? Uh, oh, scissor me daddy over the Keith Lee, like basking his oh, glory. That was great. That was great. I feel like Billy Gunn got a lot of have, love. We're going to have to somehow steal that sound clip and see if we can get it. Oh, the it. crowd was just killing it. Crowd was awesome. Yeah, the crowd really was phenomenal. Was. Chicago, absolutely great crowd. Always. Chicago always blows yep. the doors off, especially yep. when AEW comes to town. Yep. We go when we go to but live events, not. we go to Orlando. They and, might not after you know. the next couple of weeks, depending on what happened. They might not like AEW anymore. <laughs> That's for Anyways, later on. Um, okay, the, four, got... the four-way women's match. Yeah. For the I... interim <sighs> AEW Women's World Championship. <laughs> okay it wasn't, let's a ba- just, it wasn't a bad match let's just say that like how the match went in general i thought it was really fun it, it was, was again another high energy match very similar to the trio world trios championship match it was a solid match for it sure. was a very solid match but at first i wasn't 100 percent sure who i wanted to win i was kind of going tony storm i wasn't sure but as soon as it started instantly i think both of us really were just rooting for Jamie Hayter. Oh, she I, just had like the extra energy. She was just absolutely killing her. it. Yeah, everybody was cheering for her. You it kind of felt audible? like it was going I that way. Would, I wish they would have sent that audible. Yeah. because I, I, That would have been fun. I think it would have been great. Yeah. Although, especially with Britt Baker in sure, that match. Sure, sure. Mm. Um, great match. Did you happen to catch any of the media... Uh, what is it called? Media, media Scrum. scrum. That happened with Tony Storm? No, not at all. Why? Okay, so Tony Storm. I fell asleep. I'm an old man. Tony Storm. Well, I caught, caught this today. You know, that's the great thing about the internet. You just go back and watch it. Um, Tony Storm was sitting with Tony Khan. <laughs> I think about that Tony one. Tony on Tony. And she had the belt, and she was just talking. And I didn't watch the whole entire thing, but at one point she did say, um, "Thunder Rosa says that she's hurt." So when she decides that she's going to be feeling better, we can fight in the ring and then I can beat her and finally get this over with. Looks like Not a direct quote, you know. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Paraphrasing for sure. Sounds but like she had a lot of storms already over. She had a lot of attitude about it. Like she was being either cocky or was pissed off. It was very interesting. It was not the Tony Storm. A lot of people pissed off. Whew, it was not the Tony Storm I've ever seen do interviews with AEW. She well, wasn't sweet and good, super nice. I'm, I'm so tired of seeing she was super goody two shoe. I don't know. Right. Need more heels. It sure looked like it was going that way. So either she was pissed off at Thunder Rosa or she's going heel too. I'm down. I'm yeah. down for all of it. But again, super fun. I enjoyed it. We'll see what happens when or if Thunder Rosa comes back. Uh, we have, God. This isn't even a match. This wasn't even a match. Christian was, Cage defeated well, Jungle heard, Boy. Yeah, Christian Cage absolutely squashed Jungle Boy with the help of Luchasaurus. Uh, they're going back to this again. Um, yeah, apparently Christian just was too hurt to actually wrestle. So yeah, he came out with a big old brace on his arm. Yep. And Rather than them not doing something with it, I think they they're just, just building up the storyline more and more between them. <laughs> they just turned Jungle Boy's back into a waffle. Oh, my God. I know. If you get a chance to go back and watch that replay. (laughs) It was scary. He slams (laughs) on a metal grate. And I know wrestling's not real. That was real. 100% that poor man landed on aluminum grating. And that's only probably a quarter of an inch wide. Like every couple, every inch. And it's not very forgiving. And if you look at that poor man's back, it looks like. I don't know. It, it, he's, it looks like he has a grid on his back. Uh, yeah. It's bad. And it he's is. bleeding in like the upper portion. There was a, there's some uh, yep. strips of blood coming up. Yep. It was rough. It was. And then, and then they put him in the ring and he yep. got absolutely just <laughs> decimated yes. by Christian. But again, I think it's just a build up. hopefully to the next uh, AEW pay-per-view. I think we just saw the last of Jungle Boy though. I think it's And, and I think Perry. that's kind of fun. But an what do you idea. Do with, but what do you do with Luch? 
You let Looch do his own thing. He's a, and I he's think... a six and a half million year old dinosaur on yeah, the loose. That's even better. <laughs> you let him do his independent thing. You let Jack Perry be Jack Perry. And you let Luchasaurus be Luchasaurus. Because, yeah. Fantastic tag team. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. Especially with Marco Stunt. Great. Entertaining. Super fun. Great wrestlers. But I think they should do their own singles. Are you saying it's the end of the Jurassic Express? I do. If you're, how are you going to change him from uh, Jungle Boy to Jack Perry and then tell me there's still going to be a, a, a tag team there? Like, I they're know. still going to come out like that? They're going to come out be with... Jungle Man. No. Let it go. All right. It's Not gone. you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let it go. We have... So, yeah, that wasn't a match, but moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh, up next was Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. Uh, it was a... I mean, what do you expect from two that have probably should have seen each other more in the ring than didn't? It was a phenomenal match. Really I mean, it really good. was. And it wasn't Chris Jericho. It was Lionheart. Whatever. <laughs> I, I was very surprised with the outcome. But sure. It's, yeah. It's good to see that they're not that AEW realizes the one person that has been here from the beginning and has been like that mainstay of a legend of a wrestler that good, bad, or indifferent does what he needs to do. You know what I mean? Like Definitely he has taken the losses. Jericho. He's taken the wins. He's sure. been the champion. He's been the laughing stock. He's been the hero. He's been the heel. And he's oh, and it's apparently he's trying years. to hold the locker room together. I, I And yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I think especially right now with current affairs, it speaks volumes as to... Uh, and this is coming from somebody, and I think I've told this before, I hated, hated Chris Jericho the entire time I was a kid, the entire time I was a young adult, early 20s, up until probably AEW, to be honest with you. I've hated Chris Jericho because of the character, because of how well he did his character. I hated that man. And it only took me until recently to really like sit back and go, Chris Jericho's the best. Oh, absolutely. Like the absolute best. That's absolutely. why he's still good now. <laughs> because he's not just Chris Jericho. Again, he's Lionheart. He's had all these like the wizard. That is the most ridiculous thing I've Fireball ever seen. You know, being a, a huge D&D fan. That's ri the r most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, but I laugh every time he does it with the fireball. Uh, he just knows how to, like, adapt to different times, and he knows how to make people look really, really good. And speaking of media scrum, the way that Chris Jericho talked about MJF. I didn't hear that either. He basically said that he just in a few years, oh, actually, he's I did going hear to that. be. Yeah. He's going to be the top baby face. He's. Yep. I mean, he's not wrong. That he's we'll, phenomenal we'll, that he worked with him and he knows how smart and how dynamic he is. And we'll get to we'll get to MJF. If, yep. you, if you haven't figured it out, there is a huge topic that we are trying to avoid until the next. Few of minutes. course. But yeah, just really interesting to hear Chris Jericho say good, good things about MJF. And up next, we had Darby Allen, Sting and Miro uh, defeated the House of Black in a six man tag team match. The third uh, three way of the night. They're really putting a lot in these three-way tag matches. I mean, they're fun. They're entertaining because it's just constant back and forth, which what else could you have expected from Darby Allen and Sting? Of course. I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Of course, House of Black, super fun, super energetic, super hard-hitting. The biggest drawback exactly. of having so many... <laughs> the biggest drawback of having so many of these teams, though, is this eats up a lot of your roster, which, I yes. mean, in retrospect, Tony Khan doesn't really need to worry about that. He's Absolutely got more not. roster space in the world. Right. However, one team might be down because I'm hearing that uh, Alistair, Alistair Black, oh my Malachi. God, Malachi Black might be stepping away from pro wrestling for a little bit. Right. He's already so, canceled another indie promotion that he was doing. Huh. Um, okay. Saying he, uh, or he's got some mental health things he's got to work on and, you know, if best of luck cool, to him. Then, yeah, you got to work on what you got to work on and that's the most important thing. You can't do your job if you aren't mentally... I you want more Brody so. King. I mean, yeah, keep pushing Brody King. Keep pushing Buddy Matthews. Absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, Buddy love Matthews all, does love not them. Get enough love. You know, Julia Hart, fantastic. Maybe do a. I'm still waiting for an intergender match. I'm really hoping they do something with, <laughs> with Julia Hart soon. I hope so too. I know they were ran, they great. revving up for a little bit, and they got I love some her momentum. intro that Colin Young did. That was fun. Yes, so good. Love it. So, so good. I again 
hope that as well. So that was a quick one. And then from there, we just went into CM Punk and John Moxley. A lot to unpack on this one. The match was really good. It was. The match was really good. Um, it, did, it went longer than three minutes. Right. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Uh, it uh, was... uh, real quick. Apparently, CM Punk had to borrow Danhausen's boots. Did you hear that from Danhausen? I did not hear that from Danhausen. Apparently, I... CM Punk something CM about pants. his they were yeah CM pants. Uh, something was wrong with his boots. They weren't comfortable or something like that. And I mean, yeah, he does have the kick pad. So, I mean, it's very well possible that he could have. Yep. Which is interesting. Yes. Do if he think... beat John Moxley at All Out in Danhausen's boots. Does that mean Danhausen is co-champion? <laughs> sure. I'd like mm-hmm. to think so. I'd like to think that that had something to do with, with the, the win. Oh, of but course it did. Yeah. I mean, didn't mean to... Stop you from what you were doing. Tell me tell me that wouldn't be the most ridiculous shit in the world if AEW turned that into a storyline. Yep. I mean... That CM Punk Perry won. Saturn, Perry Saturn was in love with a mop. And I know that was a punishment for him, <laughs> but that angle went for years. Yeah. You can't tell me you, you're not going to be able to sell Danhausen's shoes is the magic of fucking <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West, the evil witch of the West. <laughs> Wait, Perry Saturn in a mop or Al Snow? No, no, Perry Our Saturn. Al Snow was with a head. Al Snow, yeah, Al Snow loved uh, head. Yes. Everybody loves yes. head. Everybody. Everybody loves the acclaim, but everybody, what is every, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, everybody wants head. Okay, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, Perry Saturn was in love with a mop. Yeah, that's right. God, poor Perry Saturn. <laughs> can we just take a moment of silence? Maybe not of silence, but can we just take a moment to remember po- Perry correct. Saturn's fucking career? Yeah. Fucking steroid of a man <laughs> reduced down to a cartoon character. Uh, so we got about 20 minutes of CM Punk and John Moxley going back and forth. Great match. It was very fun. It was very back and forth of, oh no, oh no, it's going to be this, going to be that. Um, and then it just ended in CM Punk winning it in Chicago. I don't think Jamie and I ever even discussed, cause we always do our own predictions and we were going to try to do predictions for both these pay-per-views, but time didn't <laughs> allow it. But I also um, was having a very hard time that's what I was about predicting to say. this, this was, one. This was the one match. Out of every match that we watched, this was the one match that even 15 minutes into it, we were looking at it going, I couldn't. If you put a gun to my head and said, pick one, I'm pretty sure I would have a third eye right now because yeah. I, I would not know what to pick. I, I think that was what was fun was at MJF again beat CM Punk twice in Chicago. So it gave you that like doubt in your mind that CM Punk could very well lose again. Like just because they're in Chicago doesn't mean that CM Punk is going to win. But that's exactly how it worked out. And uh, <laughs> from there, it just got weird. Well, not really. I mean, then you had... Uh... All of a sudden, the lights went out, yep. and you had the big reveal of who the Joker was, yep. which, number one, I was extremely surprised that they had revealed it that quickly because I thought they were going with the angle that the Joker was now the leader of this mystery faction. Right, but and, they revealed everybody else right away. Right, but you still had that mysticism of that one guy. So sure, I was devil. surprised So when he came out. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this now. Yeah, he came out to um, a Rolling Stone song, by the way. And he did. Which, who what, knows how much Tony Khan had to pay... Mick Jagger for oh Mick Jagger's got enough one. money, but it, it was interesting too because who else could it have been? And I brought this up earlier. Who else could have that been? If you that would brought, make sense. If you would have brought anyone into that position and you debuted anyone else, I don't think I I think people would have been disappointed. Yeah, it, it could have been CM Punk's clone, and people would have been like, but. What? Sure. And the only person that, like, at one time that I thought maybe it was not MJF was, oh, I was like, oh, Scorpio Sky. Maybe it's Scorpio. We haven't seen him in a while. When you initially, because you did say that, and I was like, okay, that would make sense for the for the casino. For well, the whole for, ladder match, he got the Sonic ring. Right. You know? and it it kind of made sense. But then. But then it was Stokely. It was Stokely. <laughs> That blew me away. I was like, Stokely? Yeah, I was like, Stokely, what? It's funny because you said Scorpio Sky, and as he started taking off the garb that he was wearing, you know, the darker skin was coming out from underneath, and I was like, oh, shit, Jamie's right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was Stokely, and I was like... It was fun. "Hmm." I immediately was like, that reminded me of, like, TNA, 
where oh, yeah. just like they had these mystery people. You don't really know what's going on. Yep. It was like the first time AEW actually did something like that where you were confused about where they were going. Oh, yeah. I feel like the creative the crowd, team has really stepped it up. was dead silent. They had no, nobody was, knew what was going on. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was you could have heard a pin drop in that stadium. And then they, and at the end they they showed it was an MJF referencing CM Punk talking about yes. the devil in and, ROH in ROH and all this other stuff and then he takes the mask off and throws on the 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 classic MJF yeah. scarf and Before turns even around turns and around, of course yeah. it's MJF of course yeah and then his music hits right and oh and ev- my oh, god it was like CM Punk debuting all over again the people yelling for Chicago. MJF and it was like what in Chicago what in Chicago. So like you said, Chris Jericho was like, he's he's like the ultimate baby face. Like you heard that crowd pop. Oh, like, yeah. It was insane. It was insane. So even though, again, same thing with Kenny Omega, like you expected it, but then it happened and you were like, what the fuck? It was so much more than what you thought it would it be. It was so great. But then he came out and pretty much confronted CM Punk and... It was amazing. It really it was, was great. It was the, it was the be, It was the. I think it really was, it sat into everybody's expectations of what the show was going to yes. end up being. Also, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, you, but good. what was great too was they played over the loudspeaker a voicemail from Tony Khan that was asking MJF <laughs> to come so back. It said, you know, you don't have to extend your contract. I'll uh, we just, just want you this. Yeah, we just want you, you to. You won't get a better offer. Yes, we just want you to come back at all out. And then it was revealed that it was MJF. So it was like a really cool idea that, you know, the the head of AW was going out of his way to ask MJF to be a part of it. Which was part of the storyline. Right. Which was part of the work. It was part of the the shoot. The long you con, want, whatever, you know. Whatever term you want to you call it, it was a, it was a real life thing. That I think that Tony Khan looked at it and said, you know what, you're right, we need to talk about things. And then said, let's use the yeah, momentum. Yeah, let's play off this. Be honest to God, okay, and now we're going to have to play into into what happened after all after all out. Oh, did I spill coffee you on you? You spilled Sorry. coffee all over my leg. <laughs> my bad. Um, now, if, from this point on, if you don't like hearing the backstage politics, if you don't like hearing about behind the fourth wall, if you like being a consumer of wrestling and you only want to go just barely underneath the sheets of it then and there's nothing wrong with that i envy anybody that still has the gumption to not look into this stuff uh but from this point on we're breaking that fourth yeah wall if you want to you want to dive you want to dive deep 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 then let's go if like, not it's, we'll this c- is all just hearsay too. if not it, it is but if Who you knows? don't want to if you don't want to listen to it then by all means please end the episode now and we will see you on the next episode but what happens outside of wrestling doesn't normally bleed into wrestling and right unfortunately the I don't have to. I'm not the first one to say it, and I don't have to tell anybody that's listening to a podcast about wrestling that the lines are blurred tremendously between real life and what you see on TV. WWE does a great way of separating the two while still combining elements of the outside world into it, so it seems like it's real life stuff. Right. They understand that it's not, and they understand that sometimes you have to just laugh and chuckle at the idea that they're all actors throwing each other around in underwear. Right. But sometimes, especially it seems like when CM Punk is involved, sometimes those lines are blurred so much that it's no longer a blurred line. There's now a sharp edge to everything everybody says, and it hurts so much worse when it's said because it's now said in front of a live crowd of people that are venomous about their opinions on the matter of things that happen that you don't get the whole idea. And this 100% has blown that out of the water. Absolutely. it is open the floodgates of what could be behind AEW, and I'm sure. not. I'm not a wrestling reporter. I'm not a reporter by any means. I am a fan that decided to sit down with his wife and make a podcast. But this shit is it's so juicy that it can't be not spoken about. Oh no, absolutely not. And there's some points that we honestly haven't even talked about. We've gone all day without looking, you know, talking about even the glimmer of some of the stuff that's happened because we know it's going to be this long conversation. So let's just go ahead and uh, 
jump right into it. And now I you now Jamie's going to take the reins on this one um, because I don't. I, I worked all day. Not that she doesn't do anything all day, but I yeah, didn't have thanks. an opportunity to get to the computer <laughs> right. as easily as she was able to. So she has a, a, a about a 24-hour leg up on me on this stuff. So I'm going to let my gorgeous wife take the reins. Okay, so the elephant in the room is apparently, here we go again, apparently, um, CM Punk was confronted by the Young Bucks about something that he had said on the media scrum. He got all twisted and upset eating his brownie cupcake? Muffins. 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 Whatever he was eating. And he was well, talking he about that the... that place like two or three times. He it's did. Either, he did. It's either he knows he's getting fired and he's looking for a sponsorship <laughs> or they're really good muffins. Well, there he was in Chicago, babe. Oh, I know that. I know that. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's either a job or... They're really that good. Maybe both. So he yeah. was talking about the EVPs. The EVPs were doing this. The EVPs were doing that. So EVPs being Matt Jackson, Nick, Nick Jackson, Jackson, and Kenny Omega. Correct. So apparently the three of them confronted, or just the Young Bucks confronted CM Punk after this was all said and done and the media scrum was over with. Um, and Ace Steel somehow confronted Kenny Omega. Well, I mean, you got... And there was some, like, physical altercation. But you got... I mean, you got to go into what CM Punk said. Go ahead. Okay. A lot... So, the media scrum immediately after. Uh, normally, Jamie and I don't fall, don't really watch it afterwards. Fortunately, I had the next day off because of Memorial Day. So, we Labor just day. happened to be on YouTube. Huh? Labor Day. Whatever. I got the day off. <laughs> so we stuck around on YouTube and we just happened just, to see it was there. And we were like 15 minutes into it. So I clicked on it and it just so happened. We must have clicked on on the most like pivotal moment of when CM Punk, w- the, the mic started cutting in and the audio was coming up. The video hadn't come up yet. And already he was going on a tirade about somebody asking about CM Punk or a CM Punk about Colt, Colt Cabana. Cabana. I'm pretty sure it was somebody from wrestlinginc.com. Not that it matters. Just kind of getting my story straight. Uh, supposedly his, he had something about Colt Cabana and CM Punk at f- almost 50 years old it, with the past 10, 12 years of, of the history between him and Colt Cabana. If you don't know, they had a lot of, they had a huge following falling out between the two of them. They were very good friends. Uh, a lot of legal stuff happened, a lot of bad blood, uh, a lot of rumors, let's see, a lot of the stuff, a lot of rumors saying that CM Punk had something to do with Colt Cabana not be having a lot to do with AEW or anything at all right, anymore, because or of the this, move to ROH. There was this big lawsuit with WWE, long story short, Colt Cabana has a podcast as well, and CM Punk was on it, and they were talking about like what happened exactly, and CM Punk was talking about how he had um, uh, staph infection. Yeah, it was basically there was a, it was a lawsuit against the WWE medical yeah. team. Yeah, well, the medical team and I guess Vince McMahon I think sued them. Were right. trying to sue them for defamation, and Colt Cabana and CM Punk, you know, ended up winning. And apparently, CM Punk said that he was going to pay for Colt Cabana's legal fees. Apparently, he did. Uh, uh, but he, I guess, didn't at first. So Colt Cabana sued CM Punk. For the legal fees, yeah, and there's that's a lot when of, all of this There's happened. a lot of shit throwing, a lot of name calling, yeah. a lot of unnecessary roughness. Yeah. But these two started in Ace Steel's company. Right, right. Like, that's where the two of them came from. They and were in a tag team together. Age. Yep, in so Ace a lot, Steel's there's a, company. There's a lot of history between the three men. So long yes. story even yes. longer, CM Punk has issue with Cole Cabana. It's well documented. Look into it if you want to know more about it. We're not going to get into it. Yep. Um, but he was absolutely shitting on Colt Cabana. He really he, had, was. he shared a bank account with his mom. It was it was a lot more than needed to be, and I can understand yes. that he was frustrated was with the question. But it was unnecessary on CM Punk's part. But that didn't stop with Colt Cabana. That ran into the uh, the confrontation with Adam or Adam Hangman, Hangman Adam, Adam Page. Page. Uh, where he called him out on Dynamite a few weeks ago. Right. And obviously Hangman had nothing nothing to do with the segment, so he couldn't come out making him look like an absolute asshole. Right. Which also stems back from when him and Hangman were feuding for the title. And going back to Colt Cabana, he referenced that he is not going to be protecting uh, the belt from CM Punk. He's going to be protecting all of AEW from CM Punk. Right. Uh so CM Punk takes a, uh, a nasty jab at Hangman and references that in his in the post media scrum of All Out and takes an even bigger dig, telling him that he's a oh god, what did he said? It was a, it was a, it was an expletive laden 
rant. I'll tell you it, that. It much. really was. Called yeah, him like a, basically an absolute dumb fuck. Yeah. Uh, there was a quote of Adam, God name Adam Page, stating that he doesn't take advice from people because he's right. a, he's part of this revolution. Yeah, a little bit arrogant. Which yeah, which CM Punk didn't like. Which understandable. it's understandable. It's it's an arrogant thing to sure, say. Whatever. You have a lot to learn. Of course. Um, but said that and then referenced that the EVPs had done a terrible job at spreading lies about CM Punk and something about that and basically said if you want if you got a problem with me I'm in the back walking the halls. Yeah, tell me to my face. And then as you were saying apparently after the media scrum there was a confrontation between whether it's CM Punk and A Steel were in one room and the three Who knows? elite went in there and confronted them or the other way around. Right. Punches were thrown. Yes. One of the Jacksons have a black eye. Apparently a chair was thrown. Apparently Ace Steel turned into a seven-year-old little girl <laughs> and, and was pulling hair and Kenny bit Omega? Kenny Omega, which I <laughs> I don't know how to how to feel about that for more than one reason. The biggest one being, like, if Ken, if I'm Kenny Omega, right, and Ace Steel is, like, mid-50s sure. dude is pulling my hair and biting him. Uh-huh. What did Kenny Omega do? Kenny did he Omega. just go, ow, ow, please stop, ow? Yeah. But also, like, this is a steal. It's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. That's your go-to? Either way, that was apparently what happened. A lot of mixed reviews. Something about his wife had to hold hold Larry. I don't know. It was. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> the internet is so stupid today. But yeah, um, so now there's uh, apparently pending legal action between yes. one or multiple individuals. There's very, very little information yes. about what's going Which, on. Which, yeah... <laughs> Goes both ways for me, okay? There's pending legal action. They can't talk about it. Like, come on. It just sounds like an obvious work, you know? That's that's so perfect. They can't talk about it. Legal reasons. Like, right. okay, that makes sense. But I feel like over the next few weeks, we're going to find out what's going to happen because you can't suspend Eddie Kingston for, you know, pie-facing pie Sammy. Yeah. And then uh, CM Punk apparently... Decked one of the EVPs. Yeah. Yeah, well, the black I mean, eye, you got a chair thrown at him, and then that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. But it brings a question. If if that's what the case is, if that is how it's handled to where, you know, CM Punk sees no ramifications, Kenny Omega doesn't see any ramification. I've heard rumor Ace Steel is already on the way out. Which is funny because it's like, how convenient. We just saw Ace Steel. They just showed up on a Dynamite. Never Never seen seen him him in AEW. Maybe once or twice, uh, like, unannounced. Now he's gone. Now he's all of a sudden gone. Um, But if it is true, if everything is true, like, what do you do? You have one one area that all of these problems are stemming from. And it seems like it's coming from CM Punk's camp. Whether he's right, wrong, or indifferent. Right. You know what I mean? It seems like that the pot keeps getting stirred by one man. Oh, sure. But it's like, come on, the writing was on the the wall. Of course, CM Punk's going to take all this and be the disrespectful heel CM Punk. So you're 100% convinced it's a work. Oh, I'm, I'm convinced it's a good work. And, like, listen, I'm not trying to be the cocky, like, come on. It's so obvious. But, like, to me, I'm like, this, it could be that. It could legitimately be that. I hope not because I want the company to do well. And right. I hope that things really aren't that way. But wow, what, what would, how good would it be if this was storyline? Oh, of course. You know, this is perfect because who is talking about Clash of the Castle right now? No. Yeah, that's true. Did you see YouTube that's videos? True. All You know, let's, we, we don't really watch TV. We don't have cable. We watch YouTube videos. We you have know, cable. We watch that's Hulu. how we watch Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, okay. Yep, that. Um, you know, we really watch YouTube videos a lot. And did you see really anything about Clash at the Castle? I mean, no. No. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> just saying. Just I know. saying. I know. I hope. Uh, it's just because I really hope that it is a work. But it's just. The it's, whole MJF yeah. thing was a work. They're really getting good at this, like, long con, you know, where you're like, what's what's going on? What's happening? You know, the rumors and this and that. And. Again, the the biting and and Larry was held back by Ace Steel's wife, and it's like, what oh, it's Ace Steel's wife. I yeah, thought it was like, CM Punk's wife. What are you talking about? This is so ridiculous. So I don't really know what happened. Um, I do know that Chris Jericho was being interviewed. Uh, also, because of his win, he right. did a media scrum as well. And when Chris Jericho is like wrapping up and leaving Tony Khan to himself, I'm not really sure who comes out next. Tony Khan starts answering some questions by himself, but uh, there is a like section where Chris Jericho stands up 
and he leans over into Tony Khan's ear and he whispers something, but in the mic. And it sounds like we need to talk. And it sounds like Tony Khan says, I'll talk to you in my office. Right. And then Chris Jericho says some shit went down. So I don't know if that it seems to be like that's what they're insinuating. So I don't know if they talked that into the mic to kind of again. Oh, or do you think they're talking about using the botchamania trope of you talk too much? Of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, you know, you're, how are you going to whisper something in somebody's ear? But then like, oh, uh, we need to talk. So, yeah, go back, watch the media scrum. I'll actually show it to you because obviously you haven't seen it either. I haven't even watched the whole thing. Um, but go back, watch it. And he definitely says something like some shit's gone down. Interesting. Which could be exactly what they were talking about. Could also be old man Jericho just looking out for his company. It could be. He definitely was like, oh, you know, peace, love, went to the back. Um, One interesting thing I thought, one more thing about CM Punk really quick, was did you see that Bobby Fish was interviewed and he was on a podcast? Are you talking about the the challenge that got put out? To Phil. Not CM Punk. To Phil. Phil Brooks. Yes. He said MMA kickboxing didn't care what kind of match he's tried to do this before he's down to fight him. Bobby Fish has tried to do this with CM Punk before no he's tried to do either an MMA or a kickboxing or some type of actual like boxing match on AEW and oh, really? Tony Khan was not about it but he keeps trying to sell it gotcha. which was weird because I thought Bobby Fish wasn't in AEW so I don't know the rumors are just so weird lately Malachi Black's leaving. Bobby Fish is leaving. You well, know, apparently Bobby I, Fish is gone. Yeah, but he was just talking. Uh, that's my whole point. He was just talking about, oh, let's fight. Well, that was CM my big Punk, thing. Let's was fight. You know, he's he talking about not past tense. Just dropped the Undisputed podcast. Right. You know, like he only dropped like just the second or third episode. That's so weird. But I mean, it would make sense if he went back to NXT or NXT back to WWE. Of course, of course it makes sense and I think honestly I think he would do well there. Oh, he did amazing. Yeah. He is I think he's great big, and I hope H-I. he does well at whatever he wants to do, but it was just really interesting that it was again not like past tense like let's let's fight, but I guess CM Punk can't do that cuz now he's hurt. I don't know. Yeah, we just read a report <laughs> that CM Punk apparently sustained an injury during the match to his yep. tricep or triceps, I'm assuming one. Uh, there were reports that the altercation between him, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Ace Steel, Larry, and, and Ace Steel's wife, <laughs> it's it's turning into a fucking brawl, ladies Yeah, like a bunch of people. I there mean, was a chair. Someone got a black eye. Someone so, got bit. Hair was pulled. We, what? We, we had to pause the recording for a moment to take care of some parenting business. Uh, and just happened to pull up one of the dirt sheets, and it was one of the, one of the more timid ones. I think Wrestling Inc., is one of the more timid ones of them all. They don't yes. usually end up getting all the nitty nitty gritties. You yeah. gotta go to like PW Torch, Wrestle Talk. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just plugging fucking websites at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um But I just happened to go on there because we were on the topic and I just want to make sure all my facts were straight and we happen to see the most updated thing. Apparently now they're saying the Young Bucks went to confront CM Punk. Apparently, Kenny Omega wasn't nearly as upset as previously reported. Right. Uh, when they pounded on his door for him to answer, and he didn't. He Apparent- would not, yeah. He apparently, they kicked the door off the hinges, or kicked the door down. Uh-huh. Uh, they super kicked. In. Yeah, they super kicked. Super, <laughs> super kicked, kicked party, party the door. The door down. Uh, They've they, done that before. Somebody make that meme before it gets famous. <laughs> uh, and they went in, and then the altercation began. Apparently, Ace Steel was very upset because his wife was in there. Uh-huh. Not that his wife was in there, but he was upset that they were doing that with his wife in there. Right. Uh, somehow, they've still confirmed, all but confirmed, that Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega. Yeah. Which, again, I don't... <laughs> Cannot fathom to the for the life of me that's why that's the part that's weird. Probably the oldest man in the room. Oh, for sure, bit somebody. <laughs> I am thirty five years old. I have been in the Marine Corps. <laughs> I have been on my own for the vast majority of my life. I have two children. Not one time in any altercation <laughs> in my life have I ever looked at a man and said, "I will bite this man." Yes, J- one of your bosses. I, my, I wouldn't have any teeth if I bit somebody. Like, for real? Yeah, one of my bosses, if I went up to Dan and just bit him. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. You can fire in a heartbeat. 
I would. Oh yeah, and rightfully Kingston so. Eddie Kingston got two weeks. Like, come on. Yeah, Eddie Kingston got two weeks for for <laughs> supposedly like, like just shaking his hand at, at his face. <laughs> Which then begs the question: Like, Sammy, I don't mean to call you out, dog. If that's all it was, why'd you run to HR? Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> all the reports are saying is that happened, and then you went running off to Tony Khan. I've going, seen you take Tony, some Tony, Tony, gnarly bumps. See, and that's what I mean. I'm sure a cutter that's not off the what top happened. of a ladder. I'm sure uh, you know Eddie <laughs> Kingston did not flick the nose of Eddie or Eddie Guerrero. God damn it, of Sammy Guevara, and <laughs> and Tony Khan heard about it through the grapevine sure. because to- because you know Sammy went and said something about sure. it. Like, I seriously doubt that's the way. It- and if that's the way it is, somebody deserves to get their ass beat for being a tattletale. Oh, well then this you is know? perfect because then it sets up, you know, uh Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. You know, like CM uh, Eddie uh, Kingston's going to go two. fight CM Punk cuz he's like, "Wow, you can do all this shit, but I can't even pie face Sammy Guevara." Imagine, without getting a suspension like there you go Perfect. hypothetical situation cm punk gets fired for all of this imagine okay. the tweet that eddie Kings- kingston would let oh out. and i'm surprised he hasn't ripped on it yet but he's smart yeah everybody is smart in this situation nobody is taking a, a big stance on this. right no one has really tweeted about it as no. far as i know i haven't heard anybody talk but nobody about tweeted it. about mjf either for good goddamn reason of course you know what i mean whether whether this is a work or not right everybody is smart to keep their nose out of it if absolutely not because absolutely. this is this is something that if it was real if it is real yeah people could would get end fired careers it yeah. could end f- people's yeah careers in this and if business. this is real i think honestly this is just my opinion that i'm not in hr i'm not in charge of what happens at aew but for real though if this is what happened like both of them need to get fired that's some disrespectful shit yeah I mean, I just, should the young bugs kick down his door? Like that's childish. The whole thing is just childish. I mean, I so think this all is all is. real. Like I don't this think is, any. This is ridiculous. I think it's one of those situations that I don't think anybody charges right, pending. And it doesn't any? It doesn't matter what the outcome's going to be. Yeah. No one's going to look good. The young bucks aren't no, going to look good. Tony Khan doesn't look good. No. No, Tony Khan. He's just sitting there while this is happening. Like. Oh yeah, that poor man. Like you would just see the panic in that man's eyes. It was. Oh, and and CM Punk was not giving him a chance. Like every time, no. every time Tony Khan tried to defuse the situation, there was CM Punk going. Well, I mean, even when they were talking about bringing MJF back, mm-hmm. and this might be in character, but CM Punk turned. It went in the in 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 the middle of Tony Khan talking, turned and looked at at Tony Khan and said, "It's because he wants me to work with pricks all the time." Like, yep. And you could just see Tony Khan sitting there like. Oh, boy. He didn't say anything about it. He just stayed calm, collective, Tony Khan, and just moved on with the next segment. And there was a couple times where CM Punk did that during the media scrum where he was just kind of like, you know, oh, this happened. And Tony Khan was like, I really wish I answered that question. You know, like, it was just weird. He was very staying very neutral, which, again, is what happened with MJF. So I don't know what's going on, but I feel like a lot's going to happen over the next few weeks. Yeah, but he weeks. shut down everything and anything and Yes. Everything that had to do with MJF. Yes. It he was did shut not... down a lot of Malachi Black's uh, oh, yeah, questions in the oh, media. Oh, he straight scrum. shut that down. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Just I stay tuned. <laughs> very, very. You're on the ride with us. I have no very, idea. Very, very busy world in the world of wrestling. But it's fantastic because here we are while we're recording this. It's Tuesday. Braun Strowman's back. Uh, okay. Braun! Yeah. Control your pockets. We were talking about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, here it is Tuesday as we are recording it, and we're still talking about a pay-per-view on Sunday. And I feel like that is the interesting part in all of this, is that we're still talking about something that happened. And the only thing so we have So tomorrow is when Dynamite happens, and MJF's going to come out, and it's going to be very okay. fucking interesting. So here's, here's one thing I want to know, though. Okay. CM Punk came out. It is one of the highest-rated AEW shows. It might even Understandable. be the, It might even be the highest. We'll have to check the numbers on I that. think it is. I'm pretty sure I it is. I wouldn't doubt it. That pop. What are the chances uh-huh. that n- tomorrow? Yeah. What is, uh, September seventh. Yes. What are the chances that this is going to be an even more viewed episode of Dynamite? Oh, I mean, it has how could MJF, you see that and then not want to know what's about to happen? MJF is now the new talk of like, I mean, talk of the wrestling yep. world right He's now. He's got to he come out and talk for at has, least ten minutes. You know, he has the entire wrestling world's ear because love him or hate him. Despise AEW, be an AEW super fan, be only a WWE fan, whatever it may be. Right. If you have heard anything about what's going on with this whole MJF thing, if you have 
any stake in wrestling whatsoever. Your ear is to the ground on this, and he is going to have everybody. If you hear anybody say anything in that in that arena tomorrow, oh, yeah. I'd be floored. And knowing Tony Khan, it's going to be the first thing that happens. Dynamite's going to start off with MJF walking out to talk about this and to talk about why he's with Stokely and to talk about, I mean, when obviously the rematch is going to happen. So that's going to be interesting to see if CM Punk comes out first off. And second off, if they talk about when the rematch is supposed to be or not even a rematch or if MJF just, you know, casually says something about what happened. Well, he now has. A guaranteed match. And that's what I mean about when that's going to happen because there was no definitive answer to that question when All Out ended. I would love to see MJF with the strap. I mean, yeah, me too. But it goes right back. Make things interesting. It goes right back to what I said earlier about. What's up? You can't give the strap right away to everybody you want to give. You got to do the long con. You got to build it up. And that's what was great about CM Punk getting the belt was he didn't just walk into the company and grab it. You know, he pretty much waited a year before he even got the strap, which is cool. And then he got the strap and he said, fuck everybody. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> classic CM Punk. You know, the years of watching him, he's so entertaining. He's such a good face. He's such a good heel. And now he's got the belt. Here he is. Top guy. AEW. It's my turn to pipe bomb, you know? Oh, yeah. They've made a lot of references towards it. They've made, you know... Oh, it's yeah. pretty obvious that that's the way it's going. So if it's a work, wow. But if it's not, whoa. <laughs> like If it's not a work, real, AEW like, is in some serious shit. Yeah, and I, I don't want that to happen. No. You know, no. I really don't. I want everything to work out for it's the best. It's interesting, though. You see, WWE or AEW is, got, is being eaten up by the, the politics. Sure. The possible politics. And then WWE seems like is getting smoother and smoother. Yep. And smoother as yep. time goes on, getting away from ideas that just didn't work in 2022. Oh, yeah. Like, you know like I mean? uh, Triple H got another promotion. He's got all these other executive titles. Do you and think like, he was just sitting in his office and went, I want another promotion. Boop. Yeah, I would give it to myself. I don't know. But I do think that AEW would be stupid not to look at the situation and be like, we've got to play off of this. We have to be... We have to beat the media. We have to be a part of the media. Like, you know, how good would that be if they were like, let's spread our own rumors. I mean, it's such a let's powerful Let's start tool. this thing. If people are going to reference us and sit here and talk about, oh, we're ECW or WCW, sorry. We're WCW and we're just going to like, you know, be destructive from the inside out. Well, then fuck it. Let's just go for it. And let's be it. Let's be exactly what you say we are. Let's have fun with it. Let's control the media. Control Let's have, your narrative. Yeah, like for real. Let's control our media. Let's just talk about this and this and this and this mm-hmm. happening. And let's just bury WWE. Because he even came out and did some interview. and was all like worked up and pissed off and was like. Who's that? Tony Khan? Uh, Tony Khan. He was like last year, Labor Day, we were the only pay-per-view. This year, three pay-per-views nxt wwe and aew and like went off and was just being ridiculous so like i don't know maybe that's a way of getting back at them for for doing that you know like yeah i mean maybe we're gonna gonna, tony khan seems like like i i've heard the analogy a thousand times that tony khan is collecting wrestlers like toys and i swear to god some days when you see the excitement in that man's eyes about what he's doing and he's yelling about it it really does look like he's playing with a giant sandbox filled with toys yeah and it's just so funny because you can see like the genuine like he's really trying to make a product that gets over and i think he's now learning you sometimes can't do what everybody wants and make everybody happy and still have your favorite wrestler. Because you can 100% tell. You can 100% tell that he has a CM Punk poster in his bedroom. Oh, yeah. Before CM Punk was even part of AEW. For sure. And we're like huge CM Punk marks, too. Punk marks. Punk marks? (laughs) But, I I don't know. There's, There's a lot to digest. There's a lot more to come out. I'm sure we will hear... Everything and nothing all at the same time. And we will keep you up to date as much as we can. As much as we can. Because, I mean, this is fun. But, unfortunately, we're leaving for vacation. So, this gets real juicy. I don't know. You might hear a 
a uh, Android recorded phone message. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, on my end, I think that that'll wrap her up. I'll do it for At me. At least for now. I feel like over the next couple hours, maybe some things will happen. So you might hear from us. Dynamite's going to happen. So I feel like you're more than likely here from us in the next few days. We still got to go back and watch Raw. Yep. Uh, you know, by then it'll be old news. But we will definitely <laughs> go back, watch that, uh, talk about whatever happens at Dynamite. Cause I'm sure it's going to be worthy of making another podcast about. And then d- diving deeper into this, this gossip, uh, rumors. Juicy, juicy gossip. Hmm. Whatever it is. Not one to normally dive into it, but I... This is interesting. I am one of those that I'll sit in front of my computer for 25 minutes and turn into a little gossip goblin and go, ooh, what's going on here? Ooh, who did... Ooh, who punched who in the face? Ooh, Omega? Someone got bit? Ooh, ooh, Will Ospreay. Oh, somebody got hurt. I I don't know. I I enjoy it, but I try not to... I just enjoy wrestling. I really do. I don't ever speak this stuff outside of this podcast and the people that I know... That are okay with me talking about this stuff. And it's not a lot of people. But that's okay. I love it. You got to enjoy it. Also, uh, thank you to everybody who does listen to this. Eddie, Jade Koff. Yes, thank appreciate you so much. It. And all the other people all across the country that have been listening to it as well. Because we're really just trying to have fun. We're just a husband and wife that enjoy wrestling. And grew up watching it. So now to watch it as an adult, it's a different perspective. Way more fun, uh, way some more days. dorky. Some Cannot day, believe the amount of people some we days don't, I, know that don't watch us. Some days I read these news websites and I sit back and I go, why did I do that? I just ruined it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's more juicy dirt on uh, like a sports entertainment than any other team. You know, I've just never seen so much gossip and people whining back and forth and people getting mad at each other. How dare you say this is a work? And then people going back and forth. Tony Khan needs to get his shit together. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing. AEW is collapsing. And it's like, what is wrong with all of you? This is hearsay from one day. I know. I think he can handle it. They have one bad Can tweet. Tony Khan handle this? One oh. bad tweet and the whole infrastructure is going down. Yeah, like you said, like, oh, he loves CM Punk. Okay, he does love CM Punk. I'm pretty sure CM Punk loves his job. Right. Fire him, move on. Great, have another dynamite. Mm-hmm. You have enough people. It's not like they're dying for people. They're not control your narrative. Yeah, right. They're not six people deep. They're good. They'll be fine. So, but still. Stick with it. It's funny. If nothing else, have a good laugh. Yeah, right. And just just remember that, you know, this is serious. A lot of this stuff happens. A lot of people get hurt. Look at look at poor Ruby. That goddamn chair got hurt. People get hurt. Chairs get hurt. Rings collapse because of tractors, you know? Wrestling's weird. It is weird. <laughs> We're weird for watching it. Oh, it's and just so much weird fun. For listening, but have so. fun with it. Laugh at it. And if nothing else, if all of this is just rumors and stupid shit, then look back and laugh and be like, hey, remember that one time? Because again, I mean, look at TNA. So many ridiculous things happened. Oh, yeah. Forever remember the redneck wedding. Redneck steel cage wedding. That was genius. That wasn't just stupid. But, you know, so many dumb things happened in wrestling. And I think this is just fun no matter what. And that's the point, is it's all fun. It's all fun. It should be fu- coffee, fun, wrestling. Coffee, fun, wrestling? Yes. <laughs> it's a t-shirt. Live, laugh, love, coffee, fun, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Just have fun. Thank you for listening uh, to us rant for over an hour. I know. You hear from us shortly. Ever, longest episode ever. Oh, it was Make sure you follow so us on Twitter, at C-A-W Wrestling Pod. You can find me, at Gunk Dudley. And me, at A Bacon Party. Uh, our intro- I don't know what that is. A bacon party? We still haven't figured that out. It's a party filled with bacon. That's what I assume. Can't be that bad. Would you go? Are you there? Yeah, it's a fucking bacon party. Are you the bacon party? No, 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 no. That's weird, My weird wife, and suggestive. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Or don't follow me on Twitter. Thanks to Jade Koff for the intro and the outro. It's the same song. If you haven't figured that part out yet. Ooh. But thanks for joining <laughs> us. Bye. <laughs> Bye.